we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors, come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Hey, welcome to our air-conditioned camp house here at Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder, and you are a welcome guest. I'm glad you're here. The only rule in this old camp house is you got to come back again and bring a buddy with you, okay? Tell someone about us if we're doing something right. If we're doing it wrong, tell me. Front Door to the Camp House is brought to you by Calming Care. I get a lot of questions about Calming Care, and one of those questions from bird dog folks is, hey... Uh, this calming care that works very gently to settle my dog that you talk about, the over-barker, the over-jumper, the over-anxious dog. Is it going to take the hunt out of him? No, it will not take that instinctive hunt out of your dog. But it could settle the pacing in the kennel, the jumping up and down constantly in the kennel, the barking constantly, calming care from the trusted and smart folks at Purina. traveling here at kinder outdoors today we're going to the great state of washington a fisherman's haven kalen peterson lives up there and he loves to fish kalen caught a giant tiger trout the other day it beat the old state record get this the old washington state record by six full pounds (laughs) it's a giant we're going to talk to him about it also Birmingham, Alabama is on our agenda today. Bruce Aiken, he's the head man there at Bass, Bassmaster. And the 22 Bassmaster Elite Series schedule is out. We're going to talk to Bruce about that. And one stop in particular that I'm particularly fond of. The Elites have only been there one time, and that was back in 2018. It's one of my favorite places on planet Earth to catch smallmouth bass and walleye. We'll talk to Bruce about it in just a little while. So listen, John Bonnell has some of his special iced tea ready to serve up. Get you some, grab a seat, and let's enjoy God's great outdoors together for a little while here at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, by the way, we do have Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza tickets again this week, a six-pack of those waiting on you at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. All you have to do is register And we do a drawing every Monday. If we don't draw your name, your name will still, your entry will still remain in the hopper. It'll be in there for next week's drawing, okay? KinderOutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, a six-pack of tickets to the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganzas. These tickets are good to the Houston Show, the Fort Worth Show, and the San Antonio Show. Whichever one or how many you'd like to attend. KinderOutdoors.com. This is one of the coolest stories that I've seen in a while. Thanks to the efforts of scientists and veterinarians in multiple states and facilities, a wild Texas ocelot, that's a cat, just may have the opportunity to become a new father just months after he was hit on a Texas highway and killed. What? Quick action by the Laguna Atacosa National Wildlife Refuge in South Texas part of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and the Gladys Porter Zoo may make it possible for scientists up in Cincinnati at the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden Center for Conservation and Research of Endangered Wildlife to collect viable and valuable genetic material. See the folks at Gladys Porter 
came into possession of this nine-year-old ocelot shortly after he was hit and killed. Within 36 hours of the ocelot's death, he was in Cincinnati. The folks there have used the deceased ocelot's semen for an artificial insemination procedure at the ABQ Biopark in Albuquerque. They did that this past week, July 28th. If that AI succeeds and offspring are born this October, it'll be the first time that kittens have been produced from frozen semen from a wild ocelot. Pretty cool, huh? Minnesota is a big bird hunter destination every year. As a matter of fact, Minnesota has more ruffed grouse than any other state in the U.S. Minnesota's sharp-tailed grouse population this year is down significantly. Uh, a lot of people like to hunt sharp-tails and ruffies. That big drop is in the east-central portion of Minnesota. The DNR plans to close the hunting season in east-central for 2021 and future years. DNR is also continuing to work with Minnesota's Sharp-Tailed Grouse Society, exploring habitat management options. But the king of the game birds in Minnesota is the ruffed grouse. Those population counts are down too, but it was expected. The species follows a 10-year cycle, a predictable pattern recorded for 72 years. The 2021 statewide survey results for ruffed grouse were 1.3 drums per stop. The most recent peak was 2017, 2.1 drums per stop. During the lowest point of that 10-year cycle, counts are typically around 0.8 drums per stop. Drumming is a low sound produced by the males as they beat their wings rapidly and in increasing frequency to signal the location of their territory. Hey, if you are going to haul the bird dogs all the way to Minnesota, try this routine. It will benefit you and your dogs greatly. Fortiflora, a little packet of Fortiflora. Put it on your dog's food every day. It's safe, starting four or five days before your journey, throughout your trip, and then for four or five days after you return home. It'll help to stabilize your dog's GI system. I'm bass angler Mike McClellan, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. The Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S., and the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. 
the granddaddy of all hunting shows, The Hunter's Extravaganza, returns to Houston, Fort Worth, and San Antonio. Bring the kids and see Gator Country's huge alligators and last season's bucks in our annual deer contest. Check out the latest in hunting gadgets and gear and enter our locked and loaded mega giveaway to win big. The Hunter's Extravaganza, coming this summer to Houston, Fort Worth, and San Antonio. For details and tickets, go to Hunter'sExtravaganza.com. A Texas Trophy Hunters production. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. I'm going to lay this out to you as simply as I possibly can because it really is simple. Buy your cold weather wear from Ron and Teresa Miskin at the Buffalo Wool Company and stay warm. Gloves, socks, hats, beanies. I love my neck gaiter. All made from the insulating fibers of the American bison. The same fiber or buffalo wool that protects the buffalo against a frigid winter in Montana, Wyoming, or the Dakotas. Buffalo wool is warmer than traditional wool, and it's luxuriously soft on your skin, not scratchy or abrasive. It wicks moisture away and is unbelievably tough, lasting year after year. And they back up what they sell with a 100% money-back guarantee if you're not happy. Take a look. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com TheBuffaloWoolCo.com it's simple. There's a place I love to go in the pristine Texas Hill Country that features first-class lodging, outstanding cuisine, world-class wing shooting, the best free-range access deer hunting in the world, my favorite, by the way, plus native whitetails and turkey, and some of the most comfortable hosts that you've ever enjoyed. Don't forget to throw in the fly rod. You'll want to experience the crystal-clear waters of Joshua Creek and the Guadalupe River. Rolling hills and Texas live oaks, friendly smiles, and spring-fed waters. Orvis and Beretta agree that Joshua Creek is one of the finest hunting and shooting ranches in existence. And I think you will, too. You won't find a prettier place to get married. And our staff and facilities will make your corporate event, family reunion, or private party turnkey and the best you'll ever experience. Joshua Creek Ranch in the historic Texas Hill Country between San Antonio and Fredericksburg. Want to go? Of course you do. JoshuaCreek.com We the people and our right to bear arms and our right to free speech gather here. This is Kinder Outdoors. Hey, it is my honor and privilege again this year to serve as Master of Ceremonies for the Christian Outdoor Ministry Wild Game Dinner, Auction, and Raffle. They're going to have all kinds of great trophy hunts, uh, duck hunt in Arkansas up around Stuttgart, doves in Argentina, premium guns, all kinds of cool stuff, a great meal, and an even better cause. Christian Outdoor Ministry provides youth and their families with opportunities to hunt and fish in God's amazing outdoors, build relationships between parent and child, 
and hear a clear presentation of the gospel. Learn wildlife conservation practices and much, much more. The dinner, the annual fundraiser that supports all of these trips and good work, is Thursday, September 9th. If you'd like more information, come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. We'd love to have you there with us. Hearst, Texas, Thursday, September 9th. I've asked my friend Jay Stein to join me on the show today. Jay heads up the Quail Coalition. He works year-round for the betterment of our quails. And, Jay, you know, I love to do it all. I fish, I deer hunt, I love, I absolutely love everything outdoors have all my life. But deep, deep in the recesses of my heart is a bobwhite quail and a bird dog. Yeah, I think we're all that way. I think uh, if you ask most quail hunters, you know, we get frustrated with quail populations, but at the end of the day, it's all about working with our dogs and watching the dogs work and protecting them. And uh, that's how most of us got started hunting with dads or grandpas who had good bird dogs. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we want to make sure we do everything we can to uh, to take care of them. And one thing, if you've never done it before, guys, you might want to take a look at, uh, and that is what we call snake breaking or snake avoidance training where we actually teach these dogs when they see or hear a rattlesnake to, hey, vacate the area. This is not good. And the Quail Coalition, hosted by Park City's Quail, is going to uh, have one of these snake avoidance clinics coming up on August 14th, right? That's right. Yeah, we, we do this every year. We've done it for the last five or six years, uh, except for the one year the drought was so bad they couldn't find snakes. So uh, <laughs> we're kind of plan it before the hunting season get your dogs uh you know tuned up and uh you know a lot of people have done this every year they just do it as a refresher and then of course we always have some new folks who are running some dogs through there and uh not just that but it's also a pretty good social event to meet some other members and we'll have some some great food and drinks as well yeah uh and this is going to take place not too far from the dallas fort worth uh proper area right that's right it's in bartonville uh, which a lot of people haven't heard of that, but it's kind of up in the Lantana area, Flower Mound. Um, you can go to our website at parkcitiesquail.org, and there's pretty good directions to get there. Uh, but it's one of our members has a, a nice little ranch up there, and he's hosted it for several years. And listen, if you live in an urban area, more and more people are moving out. They're vacating the city and trying to find a few acres somewhere. And uh, if, if that's you and you own a dog and there might just be a old rattlesnake on the porch somewhere and you want to kind of get ahead of that, it's a great opportunity. This is not just for bird dogs. That's right. And we hear lots of stories every year. Uh, and, you know, you don't get on Facebook and see all the pictures of snakes and uh, lots of horror stories. Uh, we'll also have the snake vaccine, which a lot of vets recommend. Uh, it's usually done in two doses, so we'll have some. Uh, vets from the Highland Park Animal Hospital there administering the first dose and, and instructions on how to get the second. So that's an added plus that just kind of helps uh, the way I understand it. gives your dog more time if it is bit to get it to a vet and uh, pretty well proven that it works. Yeah, Ronnie Smith up in uh, in Oklahoma, famed dog trainer, Delmer's nephew uh, and good friend of mine for many years. Uh, I, he and I were talking about the snake vaccine a few years back and he said, that he had a lab that was nursing puppies and went outside the barn and heard her yelp, didn't know what it was. Well, sure enough, she comes back. She had a snake bite on the head. She had had a vaccine. She's been vaccinated. 
uh, with the rattlesnake vaccine, and uh, within 24 hours, she was nursing puppies again, and, and no swelling. She, she was doing great. So I think it performs better in some dogs than others, but hey, why take that chance? Get up there. And That's right. Get, I mean, it's, get the dog fully protected. Sure, better safe than sorry. Yep. Uh, tell us one more time where we can go to get more information and what hours uh, will this take place? Do we need an appointment? What are the nuts and bolts? Yeah, it's parkcitiesquail.org, and you can register and pay there. And then once you do that, we'll reach out to you to uh, schedule a time slot. Uh, we get a lot of questions. I mean, it, it's typically a 30-minute uh, commitment once you're there, just a few minutes for check-in. And the, the process itself doesn't take more than five minutes. Uh, just, you know, we kind of gather up there, and we'll give you a time slot so you don't have to stand around all day. And I recommend earlier in the day, the better with this heat. And uh, once Good you point. register, we'll reach back out to you. Yep, there you go. It's only $95, and just so you know, if you're not familiar with snake avoidance training, your dogs will be engaging live rattlesnakes, but these snakes are safe. Yes, they'll tape them shut. Uh, there's some that defang them, but I've heard stories of where they defang them and still could actually inject a little venom, but uh, the, the trainer we use is out of West Texas, Mickey Bush, and he tapes their heads shut. So it's really for the rattle and the, and the scent, and then once they pick up the scent, they're taught some correction on how to avoid that in the future. Yep, and they do want to get away from that, and they remember that, and uh, at least for a little while, and you have to refresh them. A Brittany, let me just tell you this. You may not have known this, Jay, but a Brittany, you can teach him once, and he's got it for life. Those old hard-headed pointers, you have to bring them back every year, Jay. <laughs> I can attest to that. And, and, yeah, I've got one who likes porcupines, and uh, those aren't very pleasant either. Unfortunately, there's no way to avoid that, but you're right, No. <laughs> They'll keep going after them. Yes, they will. Hey, uh, give us the website one more time so we can go take a look. You bet. Uh, Parkcitiesquail.org. Hey, if you need to hear that again or would like more info, kinderoutdoors.com. I know a lot of you guys have been to Alaska this summer. You brought home good fresh halibut, and I think my buddy John Bonnell can really help us out with that. Hey, John. You bet I can. Bring a little bit of that over, and I'll show you exactly how we do it. Halibut is one of the greatest fish in the sea, one of the easiest to like. It is a snow-white flake, incredible texture, just a beautifully clean fish. I say the easiest way to prepare it, where everybody's going to love it, is a great beer battered. Who doesn't love fried fish, right? Mm-hmm. That's perfect. I love that. And when I've done beer batters in the past, John, it's it's been a package uh, stuff that I bought up in, in uh, South Dakota when I caught my walleye, and it tastes great to me. Uh, can we keep it that simple, or do we need to make our own from-scratch mix? Hey, you can you can buy any package you want. There's nothing wrong with that. Those guys didn't put it in the package without measuring it first, so typically you're going to have success with a prepackaged one. If you want to start from scratch, I start with all-purpose flour in a mixing bowl, a heavy hand of salt, some freshly ground black pepper, just a pinch of baking powder, and then start whisking in a nice beer. I like a beer that's got a little bit of a darker hint to it, like a Shinerbach, but nothing too hoppy like an IPA. As soon as you get the texture right and it feels like a batter, make sure that your halibut is clean and dry. That's a very important part. You've got to towel it off, paper towels, dab off the extra. Your fish needs to be dry. I like to use a wooden skewer to dip it through the batter. Drop it in oil that's 350 degrees. As soon as it's golden brown on the outside, your fish should be cooked all the way through. 
Mm, what a great piece of fish, and it doesn't take long, does it? It doesn't take long at all. I always say the thermometer will not lie to you, so if you've got a great thermometer, use it. When you get your fish up to 150, you're in great shape internal temperature. But usually that golden brown texture on the outside is your first indicator that your fish is probably just about right. Yep, I like that. John Bonnell has uh, proven, time-proven restaurants all over Tarrant County, Texas. Next time you're in Fort Worth, go have dinner with him. Where should we go? What do you recommend for a good steak? What have you got for us? Hey, if you're looking for steak, the original Bonnell's Fine Texas Cuisine is my favorite. We also do wild game, elk quail, buffalo, lots of fun stuff, as well as great steaks. We also have steaks at our Waters location, although we're known more for seafood over there, and halibut is on the menu right now. <laughs> Folks, this is Jay Novacek, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall, the Dead Rabbit Lodge. <laughs> you see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits, therefore the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Owyhee. The view from your giant Western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the dead rabbit introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. And in layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. 
Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. The events this spring have made it abundantly clear to many Americans that they should possess the skills it takes to produce food for our families. How to catch a fish, how to harvest wild game. But where do you start? First thing I want to do with the customer is talk to them about what their needs are. Are we shooting recreationally? Are we going to hunt with this? Are we looking for a tournament bow? Cinnamon Creek Archery, Roanoke, Texas, has always featured the finest facilities. And even more importantly, the finest teachers and people. Hands-on, knowledgeable, and hardworking. Ask some questions, too. Don't be afraid to say, well, why am I doing this? And why do you want me to anchor here? We pride ourselves here and make sure we're teaching them not only about the bow, but how to shoot that bow, how to be proficient with that, and so you can understand and replicate those better in the field. There's never been a better time or opportunity to learn the skills needed to harvest wild game for the table, along with your entire family. Make it fun and keep it a very positive, positive experience. Every shot that I shoot is a great shot. Your journey starts at CinnamonCreekRanch.com. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator, or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. Swapped neighbor Jones some good cigars for an evening hunt in the honey hole. Come along with Kinder Outdoors. Hey, I'm glad you're here. I hope you'll drop by the website too, kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, kinderoutdoors.com, or give us a call anytime, 1-877-820-2256, 1-877-820-BBKO. Let's jump on that Kinder Outdoors trot line now and go to the great state of Washington, where Kalen Peterson is standing by. Welcome to the show, Kalen. I'm glad you're here. How you doing? Oh, fantastic. How are you doing today? Man, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of you because if a guy loves to fish, man, you've got it all in the state of Washington. You've got streams, you've got rivers, you've got beautiful lakes, you've got freshwater, saltwater, salmon, you name it, you guys have it up there. You're pretty blessed. Absolutely. We are definitely blessed with all kinds of good fishing, that's for sure. And uh, you caught a fish recently that uh, rewrote the record books in uh, the great state of Washington, a 24-pound tiger trout. Hey, Taylor, tell tell me what 24 pounds of trout feels like on the end of the line. Oh, you wouldn't believe that thing. I uh, I first initially hooked it, and... uh, it, I, it, I, I reared down on her, and she started swimming at me, so I uh, I started reeling and reeling, and that thing swam right up to the dock towards me, and then as soon as it 
soon I didn't get a good I didn't get a look at it right at first. As soon as it turned and started pulling drag, that thing pulled drag for a long time. You wouldn't believe it. And uh <laughs> I uh was yelling at my wife actually to get this the keys to the old little CD we got there because I didn't think that thing was going to stop, <laughs> but, it, but it did. It stopped, and uh, I uh, was managed to get that thing in, and just a beautiful fish, and I uh, couldn't be more thankful to be able to get that thing in. Boy, I guess so. Twenty-four point four nine pound tiger trout, and just so folks can get a, a good picture of this, folks, that's a full six pounds bigger than the old state record. I mean, you didn't just beat it Kalen. you smashed the old record yes sir that's uh that's what they say and uh i i actually didn't know that it was even a record i i to be honest with you i tried to release that thing i was i was holding it upright in the water and you know getting its gills all filled with water again and even though it was bleeding pretty good i was thinking if i if i release this thing maybe you know it'll be a record someday and I'll be able to catch it again and have a record on my hands and my uh my mom and the neighbor both came out at that time and uh they both said hey you know the record's 18 pounds <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be you gotta be kidding me this thing's way over 18 pounds I better keep it <laughs> yeah hang so, on to that bad boy and sure enough absolutely sure, sure enough, enough I, I took that thing into the little local meat store and had her weight on the certified scale and 24.49 pounds and uh man i just tickle pink man i guess you are congratulations that's fun you must be uh you must be a pretty avid angler you like fish oh every chance i get i'm on the water it paid off for you tell us about the tiger trout because i'm sure a lot of people listening to this in florida or wherever in, in west texas you know have never that we've all heard of a rainbow trout. We see them on the menu in some places, and a brown trout, the cutthroat. But a tiger trout, we don't hear about them very often. Yeah, they're a crossbreed. Uh, they're basically a brown and a brookie, and they, uh, they're they a sterile type of trout that uh, uh, they put all their energy into just getting big because they're sterile. And uh, they're, a, they're a great fish to catch, and... Um, they eat good and they fight good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I read where you said that, that, that they're excellent for the table. Uh, did that 24 pounds go in the freezer? You know, to be honest, I, uh, I had to give it to the taxidermy, and uh, I didn't actually get to eat the meat out of that one. I don't blame you one bit. I would look up there and tell my great-grandchildren what a fight that was and how it took four days and nights without sleep to land that fish. I'd tell that story. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it really uh, did take about 15 minutes, though. I uh, That thing was that thing was fighting like a bugger for quite some time. Yeah, when it takes you uh, a quarter hour to land a trout, you've got a dandy on the end of the stick there. Uh, yes, well, when, when I read your story, Kalen, I said, I've got to talk to this guy. 24 pounds of trout on the end of the line. I, I don't know that I've ever talked to anyone that's caught a trout that big, and I want to know what it feels like. And uh, it feels like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of deal, huh? Absolutely. It was uh, – I've I've been pretty uh, blessed to catch a, quite a few good-sized trout in my life and put in a, a lot of time. I've caught quite a few over 12 pounds, and, uh, man, that thing just fought like, uh, you know, 
three, four times harder than a 12-pounder. It was just crazy. Like a pig on the end of a rope. Seriously. Trying to get that thing in was something else, I tell you what. <laughs> well, hey, Kalen, you did it. And, again, uh, congratulations. I'm just really tickled for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You bet. And I'll tell you what, next time uh, I have a, an opportunity to uh, to head to the great state of Washington, I'm going to call you. I want to go fish Loon Lake, okay? Sounds good. Give me a call. We'll go out. <laughs> Kalen Peterson caught a giant tiger trout. Uh, from the state of Washington, let's head down to Birmingham, Alabama, and my friend Bruce Aiken. He's the head man at Bass, Bassmaster. I want to talk about the 2022 Bassmaster Elite season. Bruce, welcome back. I'm doing great, Billy. Uh, good to see you last month at the Classic. And, hey, uh, finishing up the season, looking forward to, uh, to a new one next year already you, uh, with, uh, while it's still hot. Yeah. You uh, bet. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I want to I want to talk about the uh, before we go to 2022 the the 21 season uh, a little bit. Coming off of the pandemic year, we really didn't know what to expect and how it was all going to play out uh, with when the season started. But hey, as things turn out, Bruce, pretty darn good. It was a good it year. Was, it was good, and that they continued to be expect the unexpected. Uh, you know, certainly we ran into a few weather issues, but we were able to get all the elite events in with, with no, uh, you know, rescheduling uh, on those. Uh, we did reschedule the one, you know, Pickwick event that we swapped with the Classic, uh, but we sort of anticipated that a little bit if we had to delay the Classic. So uh, all in all, a great season. We still you know, had a few restrictions uh, in places on attendance and that kind of thing, but uh, as the season wore on and we got on the end of July, um, you know, uh, uh, we finished up at Waddington last week and had a great turnout there. Uh, certainly not like prior years, but it, it was just great. We, we were very pleased, uh, with the season, the way the anglers, um, you know, adapted and adjusted uh, coming off last year, coming off the longest season last year to probably the shortest one, uh, this year. So, uh, everybody's looking forward to a little downtime now to get ready <laughs> yeah. next year. Yep, that's that's always welcome. Um, talk to me about you know as you look back on this on this past elite season, what was the biggest surprise to you? What what just you you just came away from it with a smile on your face, thinking this event was perfect, or, or just something that really lit you up? Because you've seen it all, Bruce. Yeah, I think that the you know one thing we talked about in our meeting that the um that we had seven new winners this year out of the nine elite events um that that there were seven uh, who had not won an elite event before uh you know we started off for a rookie uh won the very first event uh, and then i think uh lee Livesey won one he had won before and we had another angler who had won before it was jason christie who won on the sabine uh, who had won an elite uh, before uh, so those two were the only repeat uh, elite winners, you know, that, that got their second or, or more. Uh, and other than that, there were seven new winners uh, on the elite uh, series this year. Bruce Aiken is the CEO at Bass. Hang on, Bruce. I want to talk to you about that 2022 Bassmaster Elite schedule when we come back. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Calming Care that very gently and safely over time settles the overbarker, the overjumper. It's professional angler Keith Combs, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it. 
with Kinder Outdoors. Now, more than maybe ever, we could all use a little getaway. And the Vineyards Campground and Cabins in Grapevine, Texas is the perfect spot. We are open for business and with well-thought-out precautions to help keep our guests safe. Bring the RV and enjoy our full-service hookups complete with cable TV, ramped-up Wi-Fi, and space to spread around while enjoying a great view of Grapevine Lake. We can comfortably accommodate any size RV or motorhome with plenty of pull-through sites. The Vineyards also features spacious lakefront cabins, fully equipped with all that you and your family will need to enjoy comfort camping. Our campground store is well-stocked with everything from groceries and ice to firewood and fishing supplies. Don't forget to bring the boat! The Vineyards Campground and Cabins features a private boat ramp with plenty of parking, a private beach, kayak, bicycle and paddleboard rentals, and even a full-service laundry on-site. Come to the Vineyards! We're right in the middle of Dallas-Fort Worth, but you'll feel millions of miles away. VineyardsCampground.com Imagine a change in Hollywood's message. Imagine a big-screen version of your life telling your story as a God-fearing, red-blooded hunter. Manifesting your God-given right and skill to gather groceries in the woods and pray over them on the dinner table. Lots of folks seem to think this film is a great idea. This is Michael Waddell. I'm Toxie Hayes. Hey, this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. And want to partner with you to build the first ever hunter-funded, God-glorifying movie centered around our hope, our heritage, our harvest. What this world needs is a hunter. You make this world a better place. Come on, theharvestmovie.com. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Tech rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. 
You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com You don't have to have four-wheel drive to get to this camp house. The helicopter will do the trick. This is Kinder Outdoors. Off the beaten path a little bit and exactly where we want to be here at the old camp house at Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Let's get back to our conversation now with Bruce Aiken, head uh, guy there at uh, Bass and Bassmaster in Birmingham, Alabama. Bruce, you were talking about some first-time winners on the uh, Elite Tour this past season. Some young new superstars in there. Uh, including Bill Loin, uh and then, of course, Taku Ito, uh, who was uh, uh, one at Waddington. And, by the way, has been, I think, top ten, five of his 18 elite uh, series uh, tournaments he's been in. So, you know, he's certainly going to be a, a, a bright young star uh, on the elites. He is, and he's built quite a fan base early on, too. He's, he's got the fans. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I was kind of laughing at the Taku time, and uh, he was talking <laughs> about a smallmouth Disneyland, and just a you know, pleasure to watch. <laughs> you bet. And I want to look at next year's uh, schedule just a little bit. You put the Big Bang right at the beginning, and I love it. Uh, when you go to Florida and start catching those giants, and that's where we're going to start again. Right, right. And we're going to have two of them this time. Uh, we decided if one's if one's great, then uh, you know, two's even greater. So, yeah, we'll start at St. John's, which we've done. Uh, for the past several years, that's become kind of the uh, traditional kickoff to the season uh, in February, and then we'll hit the Harris uh, chain of lakes uh, before we go north to the south, <laughs> to South Carolina for the Classic uh, in March. Uh, and then, you know, certainly uh, that's a couple of big bass factories in February, and then, uh, um, you know, we'll hit the, hit the Classic and then, Come out a yep. bit and going to be at Santee Cooper in Chickamauga uh, in the spring when you know the the catches are a lot better. You know we had to move them to the fall uh, in 2020. Well, you'll certainly need a wheelbarrow in May uh, when you visit Lake Fork because there's still going to be fish, a lot of fish on bed. Yeah, and of course that's become a, a regular stop as well because it's hard to be, hard to beat that fishery. Now, those, those first five elites are going to be, uh, you know, over the top. Yep, they sure are. Uh, June 2 through 5 says to be announced. No, we've got that one will be. Uh, we, we just uh, have it, uh, eyes uh, to dot and teeth cross on that one, and, and we've got a place we just uh, uh, can't, uh, uh, aren't quite ready to announce it yet, but should be in, in the next couple of weeks. I think we'll be ready to announce that one. And then? Uh, the Northern Swing kicks off uh, mid-July, back to the St. Lawrence River, and the king of those giant uh, smallmouth. Yeah, uh, that'd be fun, and, and and Canadian waters might even be open next next year. Another one of those bodies of water that the uh, yeah, that the anglers and the fans never get tired of. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty vast uh, body of water too, and uh, uh, you know, great smallmouth uh, tournaments and 
good for television too. You bet, absolutely. And and speaking of giant smallmouth, I I have I am so excited that Lake Oahe, South Dakota, is back on the elite schedule. I have fished that lake and thought I had a really good smallmouth secret, Bruce, for about ten years. Uh, and then in 2018, the elite showed up and, and kind of showed that story to the world. Uh, and we're going to go back there again mid-August, uh, this time uh, launching out of Mobridge, South Dakota. Uh-huh. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs of the change in menu, but I think Mobridge reached out to us. It was in Pierre, uh last time, and, uh, and Mobridge is uh, a little, little bit north of there. Uh, but we'll, uh, you know, uh, be same lake, uh, although it's a, it's a big lake too. Uh, you, you, of course, are more familiar with it than I am. I did go in 2018 when we were out there. Uh, what I remember about it, we had some real high winds, uh, you know, there. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, and then that was, you know, uh, some caught them and some didn't, you know, of course, the ones that, that caught them, you know, wanted to go back. The ones that didn't uh, catch them, you know, uh, of course, were saying what a bad place it was. But we'd heard the same, that it was a great smallmouth fishery, uh, best-kept secret. Uh, and then, uh, so, um, you know, we're going to give that one another try and, and, and think it's going to be another great event. Yeah, and uh, Troy Deedy, who uh, I met at the Classic back in 2015, uh, recently caught a seven four out of uh, yeah, Oahe, yeah. and that is the uh, the new state record. So that'll testify right. to quality of fish in there. Yeah, I think he's one of our Bass Nation uh, Bass Nation members uh, uh, in in South Dakota. Uh, yep. So think about this, Bruce. Think about scheduling Oahe again next year, but do it in November, and we'll have a cast and blast and go shoot some pheasants too. Okay. Okay. All right. That, that sounds like a deal. <laughs> We're going to wrap up the uh, 22 season in La Crosse, Wisconsin, on the Mississippi River. That's another time-tested favorite and, and producer. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we haven't been to La Crosse in a few years, and and it's a, one of the best venues that that we go to. You know, it's right there on the water, uh, Mississippi River, and you know, you can can uh, fish various pools there, and uh, I think a little bit over into Minnesota and. Sometimes that can get you in trouble, but, uh, but it's, uh, but, you know, it's wide open up there and, uh, the anglers are excited about going there and a lot of our sponsors as well. Uh, you know, a lot of them are based in the Midwest. We didn't go to the Midwest this year. Uh, so, you know, it's great to be back out there with a couple of tournaments. And, uh, although I'm not sure if South Dakota's in the Midwest or West, but, uh, but anyway, it's, uh, <laughs> it's good to be back up there and I know, uh, you know, we, we've always had great tournaments uh, out of lacrosse. You bet, absolutely, and will again. Uh, Bruce, before we go, I know that uh, that Bassmaster on Fox on Saturday and Sunday mornings has been huge, the Elite Series there. I've thoroughly enjoyed that this year. Hope we see that again. Um, uh, the what, what you guys have done through COVID and, and post-COVID uh, has been just fabulous. And it doesn't happen just magically. You have to have some really good partners and sponsors. Who are some folks you'd like to say thanks to? Well, just you know, all of our premier sponsors uh, from Toyota down to you know the Yamahas and and, and Skeeters and Mercury and and uh, Bass Pro Shops, the, uh, the White River Marine Group there with Nitro and and, and uh, Ranger. 
Johnson Outdoors, a great partner uh, with with Minkota, and uh, you know now they've got the new uh, Raptor. Uh, as well as Hummingbird, and then we've got, uh, you know, Garmin's a big sponsor of ours, as well as PowerPole, uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to miss one or, or two along the way there, but uh, all of our sponsors are very, you know, important to us. Uh, Marathon came on this year, uh, Guaranteed Rate came on this year, and has been, you know, instrumental, particularly, you know, Marathon, you know, sponsoring the studio. Uh, of course, you know, they've benefited greatly from that because it's been outstanding. And uh, with Fox, we've got three more years uh, now. Uh, it's interesting that the partnership going so well that they wanted to do, uh, we're going to do the three last opens um, on Saturday, the final day. We're going to go live on Fox as well as the classic bracket for the college. Uh, and we're also in November, speaking of November, doing a, a Redfish Cup. Uh, down in uh, te- South Texas uh, that will be televised uh, on Fox as well. So that's going very well. They, they can't get enough, you know, want more and more, you know, content, more things to do together uh, in addition to the 60 hours that we do, the Elites and, and the Classic. So That's all good news. Very well. Yeah, that's good. That's really good news. And, uh, Bruce, hey, congratulations on a tremendous year. Uh, enjoy maybe a week or two downtime, and then let's get back to work, and I'll see you in 22. Okay. All right. Uh, anytime. Uh, always enjoy talking with you, Billy. Bruce Aiken, always enjoy my conversations with Bruce at Bassmaster. Well, hey, it's time to stretch our legs a little bit, maybe grab a biscuit and a cup of coffee, but I'll meet you right back here in a few minutes, okay? Carl Gunzer and Ray Sasser coming up next hour. and fishermen gather here every week. Boy, we need another freezer. This camp house is Kinder Outdoors. Hey, welcome back to the old camp house here at Kinder Outdoors. Glad you're here. This corner of the camp house is brought to you by Purina Pro Plan, the greatest fuel, hands down, that I've ever found for my hardworking bird dogs and my lovable lap dogs. Pick up the Pro Plan. It's at Atwoods. The formula that's perfect for your dog is at Atwoods ranch and home stores in Oklahoma and Arkansas, Texas, Kansas, and Missouri. Hats off to the folks in Wyoming that work so hard for conservation year-round, and I'm talking about the Wyoming Game and Fish Department and their Wyoming Super Tag Raffle. Everyone who helped to build the program put it together, and everyone that bought a raffle ticket, congratulations. One point four million dollars you raised for conservation this year a record-breaking year of ticket sales 11 different chances to get a license for wyoming's premier big and trophy game this was invented created by governor matt mead and the wyoming legislature back in 2013 the super tag raffle provides hunters opportunity and raises money for wildlife management in wyoming and this year 111,606 tickets were sold. That's a 9% increase from last year. 
And the program has raised more than 7.6 million bucks for top conservation issues since its inception. This fall, hunters will pursue bighorn sheep, moose, mountain goat, elk, bison, deer, pronghorn, black bear, gray wolf, and mountain lion, or a combination of three species of their choice with the trifecta. A 12th winner was awarded a gear package and top-of-the-line hunting equipment and apparel. That super trifecta tag winner, Wyatt Phillips of California. Interesting, out of all of these winners in this Wyoming drawing, none of those winners are from Wyoming. California's in there four times. Louisiana is represented, so is North Dakota and Pennsylvania, Kansas, Colorado, and Utah. Texas twice as well. Congratulations to all of the raffle winners. And the big winner, of course, is the future of wild things and wild places in the state of Wyoming. The 2022 Super Tag Raffle tickets are on sale right now. Major League Fishing, the world's largest tournament fishing organization, has announced their schedules for 2022, the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, and the 2022 Toyota Series. This will be the 27th season of the MLF Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, formerly the FLW Tour. They'll kick off January 27th on Sam Rayburn, Texas. March 13, Lake County, Florida, Harris Chain of Lakes. April 21, stop number three, Pickwick Lake, Tennessee. Gunnersville, Alabama, Lake Gunnersville, May 12th, June 16th. It's the James River, Richmond, Virginia. Lake Champlain, July 29th, Plattsburgh, New York, and Messina, New York for the title tournament that'll be on the St. Lawrence River, August 16 through 21. Hey, guess what, Zayden? The Missouri State Fair is coming up, and the Missouri Department of Conservation wants you to join them at that Missouri State Fair in Sedalia, August 12 through 22. Visit the MDC's Conservation Building, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. You'll see live fish, learn about great ways to spend time in nature. You can see a live eagle and other birds of prey at the Raptors of Missouri presentation, too. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. The folks with the 23rd Annual Scout Shootout in Camp Soulmayer, Fort McCavitt, Texas, wanted me to invite you to the party. It's coming up on Saturday, August 21st. Be a friend of the Boy Scouts. Help provide opportunities for tomorrow's leaders. They're looking for sponsors, shooters, sporting clasters, or folks that just want to get out and tune up for dove season. Saturday, August 21st, Fort McCavitt, Texas. Hey, coming up on Tuesday, August 3rd, that's right, I said August already. (laughs) Coming up on Tuesday, August 3rd, the leftover big game licenses go on sale in Colorado. Leftover licenses are the remaining limited licenses available after the primary and secondary draws are completed. There will no longer be a leftover draw. The secondary draw replaces the leftover draw. Any licenses that have been returned before this leftover list is created will be available August 3rd, Tuesday, for purchase. And then starting August 10th in Colorado, the reissue preview list will be available beginning on August 11th at 11 a.m. Mountain. Reissued licenses that were on the 
reissue preview list will become available on the leftover list. Did you follow all that? Reissued licenses are limited licenses that were returned for a refund or preference points, as well as those who didn't pay for their licenses. They're all listed on the leftover list. How about those over-the-counter big game licenses in Colorado? Restricted to certain units, seasons, and manners of take. And although they're considered an unlimited license, they're still subject to purchase limits for each individual. And they're available without having to go through a draw. Big game over-the-counter licenses go on sale August 3rd, Tuesday, at 9 a.m. Mountain. Hey, pick up a bag of Purina Pro Plan, the formula that best fits your dog. Keep an eye on them. Take pictures. In two weeks, you'll have a healthier dog. Purina Pro Plan. It's at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. This is Eddie Salter. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kendra Outdoors. At Classic Chevrolet Grapevine, we know all about the early morning memories made in the cab of the truck. Because it's fun to um, be able to uh, do something with my dad and my older brother. So what time did you have to get up this morning to uh, to get all the way down here dressed and fed and ready to go? 4.30. 4.30. Don't you normally get up about 4.30, though? Mm-hmm. No. no way. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's fun, though, when you're coming out to the dove field to get up that early. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yes. There you very. go. Did you see your daddy shooting at that dove right then? Yes. Do you see that dove still flying? Uh, probably. <laughs> At Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we know that the cab of the truck is a special place. It's where family heritage is carried down the trail. Important things happen here. Trusted conversations, understanding smiles, life's victories and laughter, sometimes tears. We're honored to ride along with your family. ClassicChevrolet.com. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall. The Dead Rabbit Lodge. (laughs) You see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Owyhee. The view from your giant western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the Dead Rabbit. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey... That's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. 
Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read the tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says the tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. Roy Holdridge and True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas are award-winning artists many times over. And for several reasons. God-given talent is the starting point, followed by a work ethic that won't allow second best. Roy is also a lifelong and well-traveled hunter. He spent countless hours in the field glassing and studying wildlife around the globe. When you trust your rare and timeless memory to True Life Taxidermy Granberry, be assured that you're working with the very best in the business. My home is a testament to Roy's work at True Life Taxidermy. The pheasants, the whitetails, the axes, the fish, all perfectly preserved. True Life Granberry is the only stop you need to make after the hunt, offering not only world-class taxidermy, but wild game processing too. Headed for Africa, New Zealand, Colorado, Montana, or any place else? No problem. True Life is well-versed in import and transport state-to-state or around the globe. You can trust True Life Taxidermy. TrueLifeTaxidermy.org. The fish came from our waters, the meat from our fields, the heritage and history from our hearts. Glad you're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. I'm so happy, and I know that you are too, that the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza shows are back in 2021 after a a bad COVID year. All of those shows, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio, all canceled last year for the first time in the 40-year history of the Texas Trophy Hunters extravaganzas. Uh, And they are back, and I've got tickets. I've got a six-pack of tickets for you to attend Houston, Fort Worth, or San Antonio. With this six-pack of tickets, I guess you could visit all of those shows and take a buddy with you to each one, uh, or take five friends with you, all six of you, go to the show of your choice. All you need to do is come see me at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, and register there for this giveaway. We're going to give away a six-pack of tickets. And when we do that drawing, if you don't win, don't worry. We do drawings every week, and your name will be in the hat next time around. Already there. A six-pack of tickets to the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganzas. Go register at kinderoutdoors.com. You know, it's really hard to get anything done with our bird dogs in this very, very hot weather. And bless your hearts, if you live in... North or South Dakota, Nebraska, Wyoming, Montana, uh, Washington. You guys have had incredibly hot and dry weather up that way. And uh, you bird dog folks, I know it's really hard to get anything done, but we have to try and squeeze a little work, a little progress in uh, with our youngsters. I've got Carl Gunzer on the uh, Kinder Outdoors trot line now. Carl has trained up two national champions. I always enjoy my visits with you, Carl. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, Billy. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for uh, joining me on the show today. You know, we're starting to heat up. We're moving on into uh, summertime. And that means uh, that our, our conditioning, our workouts, our time spent with our field dogs changes. Talk to us as a champion trainer uh, about what you like to do with your dogs as you move out of the hunting seasons, through the spring, and then into the hot months of summer. How do you how do you taper that and work that? 
Yeah. Well, you know, back in the old days, you fix that with uh, your truck and you drive up to Montana and spend the summers <laughs> in Montana training. But um, <laughs> reality uh, for most of us. Thank you. That's is, uh, a conversation. Yeah. End of conversation. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> Talk to you later. I'm going to Montana. <laughs> yeah, there's the easy answer, right? The, the hard yeah. one now for all of us guys working and not competing is uh, how do you survive uh, – you know, the summer, if you live in Texas like we do or down south. And, um, you know, for the retrievers that I did, the maybe the short, easier answer is water. You know, the dogs swim and, um, you know, you try to work in the water when you can. But honestly, the water gets hot too, you know, and um, a dog can overheat swimming in warm water just as easily as running on land. So, um, you know, the, the main thing, I would really try to do when I had a, a bunch of dogs and had to train in hotter weather, even, you know, if, if you're in Montana or wherever it, it gets hot, is shorten the length of the training sessions and just sort of watch for signs of uh, when the dogs start to get too hot. You know, is there, there excessive panting, um, uh, the tongue starts to curl, you know, they start to, um, you know, they, they almost, you, they get a look that, uh, hey, they, you know, they won't quit, but they won't mind if you ask them to, to stop, you know. Uh, Carl, uh, when you talk about the, the tongue curling like that, there are some telltale signs uh, that show us that, hey, our dog could be in trouble here. Uh, really need to be alert to that uh, and try not to, to reach that point. Uh, I know that uh, Ronnie Smith up in Oklahoma, we've talked about it. I know you've done this and, and myself as well. Uh, I, I've it's not uncommon for me to be out there at 5 o'clock in the morning well before sunrise uh, during the hot summer months getting a little yard work done. Yeah, you bet. You know, but um, the trouble, and that's that's exactly right, you know, is, is we do our best to work them early in the in the morning or late in the evening. But, you know, humidity is, is always one of the biggest um, factors that affects these dogs. And as you know, the humidity kind of increases overnight. So sometimes those mornings that are, are humid – and damp, the humidity's high, it can be really hard on them. So even even if we start first thing in the morning where it's maybe 70 degrees, uh, you know, 70 degrees and 80, 90% humidity uh, is still potentially dangerous. So that's, uh, um, you know, one thing to watch out for. And as you said, some of the signs, um, you know, we mentioned a heavily curling tongue, labored breathing, um, you know, if a dog ever gets wobbly, I mean, you've you've gone too far at that point, right? As soon as a dog starts to to wobble or stagger around, you know, you've you've gone too far, and that's time to really start working to cool a dog off a little bit. Um, never in ice water, you know, cool off with you know cool water. Uh, people can use alcohol, um, like rubbing alcohol, which has evaporative cooling under their um, armpits and feet, and that type of thing. If you don't have water handy but um the big thing is to start that cooling process stop working get them in the shade and um start working to to get their temperature back down to an acceptable level yeah something key that you said there is never use ice water because uh boy we would just totally send them into shock huh yeah it, it causes some other physical reactions and i'm i'm not a veterinarian by any stretch but uh I know that cold water causes some constriction of blood vessels and different things that um, is just not recommended. You know, cool water, yes, 
but never like ice cold water. Yeah, there you go. Very good. Um, and, and I'm sure in the summer months you're limiting like five minutes sometimes when, you know, the desert southwest where it can reach 120 degrees uh, or in the southeastern United States where that humidity can hit 120 percent, uh, just outrageous numbers. Uh, five minutes, yeah. you can get a lot done in five minutes if you pre-plan and, and uh, just get your work done. Yeah, and Bill, you know, the other thing is is people, there's other things that you can work on in those months where you can't run the dog. So, you know, work on your physical physical conditioning when it's cool and you can spend time doing it in the summer. Maybe work on their, their minds a little bit, whether it's honoring, um, you know, being steady to other dogs, you know, maybe do things a little different. So in the retriever deal, um, you know, shorten the retrieves, but have one dog on or another one, or maybe have three or four dogs out and have them all sitting there and give them each retrieves one at a time where the other three have to watch one work. Or, uh, you know, with, with bird dogs, kind of practice honoring and steadying more and working on their mind as opposed to, you know, developing a big run. So I think um, people can be smart about what they're trying to teach when, and that really helps you do something. And, you know, there's a Oh, you know, people that have their dogs in the house, there's a lot of training that can be done in the house, whether it's, you know, learning to be steady walking through doorways or stay on a place board. And, um, I mean, there's, you know, healing drills. You know, if it's a, a breed or something where you really need some control, like a versatile dog, um, do some healing drills. Uh, so I think just sort of adapting to the time of the year and being smart. You can You can train year-round, even if you live in Texas. You just have to to be careful and do things a little differently in the summer. Yep, there you go. Uh, I'm going back to your original thought, and that is uh, take a little trip to Montana and stay there for a few months. <laughs> Good advice. Carl Gunzer with Smoke, yeah. Purina Pro Plan. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. Thanks, Billy. 89% of the field trial champions across North America feed their champion field trial dogs, Purina Pro Plan Performance Formula. 30% protein, 20% fat. Dang, that's a hot fuel. Yep, but don't change the fuel. Don't change the food in the summertime. Just cut back on the amount that you feed. Our dogs are using less this time of year. And you can pick up the Pro Plan at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Hey, let's go grab ourselves a fresh glass of cold iced tea. <laughs> and then I'll meet you right back here at Storytelling Time with the late, great, Ray Sasser. And just in case you missed it in hour one, Bruce Aiken, the CEO at Bass, is going to talk to us about the 2022 Bassmaster Elite Series. I'm really excited about one particular stop. I'm Champ Caldwell from the University of Missouri Bass Fishing Team. And while I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm dreaming of big bass with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. The granddaddy of all hunting shows, The Hunter's Extravaganza, returns to Houston, Fort Worth, and San Antonio. Bring the kids and see Gator Country's huge alligators and last season's bucks in our annual deer contest. Check out the latest in hunting gadgets and gear and enter our locked and loaded mega giveaway to win big. The Hunter's Extravaganza, coming this summer to Houston, Fort Worth, and San Antonio. For details and tickets, go to Hunter'sExtravaganza.com. A Texas Trophy Hunters production. The Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, 
there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun, or listen from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S., and the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. I'm Tom Watson with Bended Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled. But we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids. And in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures' young lives changed. Kids that just were not in the school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics, and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. It is the dream of the animal rights fanatics to suppress your most natural connection to the earth, to sell you a life filled with urban fascinations, to ignore that death is life's unwavering partner, together creating a relationship between predator and prey that makes it possible for us all to survive. To the hunter, this world's most honest steward, 
These fantasies are the poisonous, perverted manipulations of social misfits who would take this planet hostage. They should startle you and awaken you to trust the hunter in your blood. In Genesis chapter 9, God himself told man that if it flies, moves on the earth, or swims in the water, it is meat for us. What a gracious God we have. We celebrate that in this old camp house, Kinder Outdoors. I was enjoying my coffee on the patio of my beautiful cabin at Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country when that little fellow there, that little songbird, began crooning the morning away, and he went forever. <laughs> I had time to go in and get my recorder and capture his beautiful song. Ray Sasser was a heck of an outdoor rider. He could capture a moment in the outdoors, and when you read him on Thursday or Sunday morning at the breakfast table or in the office, wherever, he could put you in that place. You could hear, see, and smell what he had experienced. But he had a great appreciation for other writers that carried the same level of talent. He wrote about it once, and I recorded him reading passages worth remembering. Here's some things that I wish I'd written, but another wrote first. I had foolishly become a workaholic, forgetting that all the money in the world can't buy back even one hour of life and the largest build of currency in the universe is nothing at all if you hold it up next to a trout of the same length. Russell Chatham wrote that. Men may be raised differently under different philosophies with different needs and different values, but hunting and fishing are only less universal than hunger and love and death. Roderick Haig Brown wrote that one. I don't know what there is about Cape Buffalo that frightens me so, Lions and leopards and rhinos excite me, but don't frighten me. But that buff is so big and mean and ugly and hard to stop and vindictive and cruel and surly and ornery. He looks like he hates you personally. He looks like you owe him money. Robert Ruart wrote that one. Time is but a stream I go a-fishing in, wrote Henry David Thoreau. Here's one of my favorite uh, quotes by a dog writer named Bill Tarrant. It was like just meeting you made his day. He quivered with excitement, rolled over in submission, nuzzled up so as the warmth of his body came soothing to your heart through the skin of your ankle. So you picked him up. That's the way with love. It's contagious. Here's some things that I wrote and I still like. That first faint blush of daylight when the sky lightens as if a cut has allowed the darkness to bleed away is the best part of a deer hunting day. First light is a time filled with anticipation when you are certain a deer will appear at any moment and you have a whole day of hunting to look forward to. Here's another one. A white snake seems to undulate across the gently rippling surface of the clear, dark waters of Caddo Lake. The snake is the reflection of a jet stream from a silver plane flashing high overhead. 
Over this elder statesman of Texas lakes, the plane seemed strangely out of place, and its neo-reptile offspring is soon destroyed by the wake of J.D. Buddy Andrews' boat. Here's a reflection from a, a time when I was a kid and used to uh, catch and or capture frogs other ways. A pine knot catching a big bullfrog flush between the eyes makes a satisfying twack, not unlike the sound created when the fat barrel of a Louisville slugger collides dead center with a fastball. The pale glow of a flashlight hardly mesmerizes the frog as would, say, a 500,000 candle power spotlight. The frogs of my youth often took evasive action, juking like a Charlie Huff knuckler at its unpredictable best. Even when we missed, the club still made that satisfying whack when it hit the mud. There was no crowd to witness our embarrassment, just mud-spattered jeans on a scorecard of sorts to record swings and misses. Finally, my reflection from uh, an experience I had peacock bass fishing. In Venezuela, on an isolated stretch of Jungle River, I threw a topwater plug for peacock bass. Peacocks are the ultimate warm water game fish. Picture a largemouth bass bombarded by radiation until it glows in the dark, uses five-out treble hooks for toothpicks, and hits lures so hard that the number of strikes can be tallied by counting mouth prints on the hard plastic lure. And you have a pretty good idea of peacock bass fishing. With no human other than our own fishing party closer than five miles, we catch the peacock bass for the sheer thrill of it and try to release the fish without hurting them or without them hurting us. Ray Sasser, I miss him. Hard to believe he's been gone three years now. This is Kinder Outdoors. I appreciate you hanging out with us. Need to know more about what we do around here? Well, we'd love to have you come see us at kinderoutdoors.com, and that's K-I-N-D-E-R. In case you missed it last hour, the CEO, the head man at Bass, Bassmaster, Bruce Aiken joined us. Kind of a recap of the 21 Elite season and a preview of the 22 trail. I'm doing great, Billy. Uh, good to see you. Last month at the Classic, and hey, uh, finishing up the season, looking forward to uh, to a new one next year already, you, uh, with, uh, while it's still hot. Yeah. You uh, bet. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I want to I want to talk about the, uh, before we go to 2022, the, the 21 season uh, a little bit. Coming off of the pandemic year, we really didn't know what to expect and how it was all going to play out uh, with when the season started, but Hey, as things turn out, Bruce, pretty darn good. It was a good year. It was good, and that they continued to be expect the unexpected. Uh, you know, certainly we ran into a few weather issues, but we were able to get all the elite events in with with no, uh, you know, rescheduling uh, on those. Uh, we did reschedule the one, you know, Pickwick event that we swapped with the Classic, uh, but we sort of anticipated that a little bit if we had to delay the classic so uh, all in all a great season we still you know, had a few restrictions uh, in places on attendance and that kind of thing but uh, as the season wore on and we got on the end of July um, you know uh, uh, we finished up at Waddington last week and had a great turnout there 
uh, certainly not like prior years, but it, it was just great. We we were very pleased uh, with the season, the way the anglers, um, you know, adapted and adjusted uh, coming off last year, coming off the longest season last year to probably the shortest one uh, this year. So uh, everybody's looking forward to a little downtime now <laughs> next year. Yep, that's, that's always welcome. Um, talk to me about, you know, as you look back on this, on this past elite season, what was the biggest surprise to you? What, what just, you, you just came away from it with a smile on your face thinking this event was perfect or, or just something that really lit you up? Cause you've seen it all, Bruce. Yeah, I think that the, you know, one thing we talked about in our meeting that the, um, that we had seven new winners this year out of the nine elite events. Um, that, that there were seven uh, who had not won an elite event before. Uh, you know, we started off for a rookie, uh, won the very first event. Uh, and then I think uh, Lee Livesey won one. He had won before. And we had another angler who had won before. It was Jason Christie who won on the Sabine uh, who had won an elite uh, before. Uh, so those two were the only repeat uh, elite winners, you know, that, that got their second or, or more. Uh, and other than that, there were seven new winners uh, on the elite uh, series this year, uh, including Bill Loin, uh and then, of course, Taku Ito, uh, who was uh, uh, one at Waddington and, by the way, has been, I think, top ten, five of his 18 elite uh series uh, tournaments he's been in so you know he's certainly going to be a a, a bright young star uh, on the elite hey we're going to be back with bruce aiken from bass after we grab a fresh cup of coffee or maybe cold iced tea would suit you better hey everybody it's sean mann and when i'm not in the great outdoors i'm thinking about it with big billy kinder outdoors take him billy <laughs> You might hunt the south pasture, or maybe the double tanks. You've watched that big 10-point for four years now. Maybe he'll show up. Or maybe it's a doe you'll hang in the cooler tonight. We're almost out of sausage links and taco meat. Maybe a pig will come by today. Among all the maybes, there is an absolute. Take your wild game to Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. The Masakio family and their decades of family recipes will have your guests at a whitetail dinner complimenting you on the beef because we the way we season them and then we we cry back them vacuum seal them and then let them sit and then we put them in the freezer so it, the the spices get to work on the meat for a little bit if you'll cook them just like a regular fillet you know like medium rare or rare it's perfect i mean it's you can't tell the difference cinnamon creek wild game processing cinnamoncreekranch.com the granddaddy of all hunting shows, The Hunter's Extravaganza, returns to Houston, Fort Worth, and San Antonio. Bring the kids and see Gator Country's huge alligators and last season's bucks in our annual deer contest. Check out the latest in hunting gadgets and gear and enter our locked and loaded mega giveaway to win big. The Hunter's Extravaganza, coming this summer to Houston, Fort Worth, and San Antonio. For details and tickets, go to Hunter'sExtravaganza.com, a Texas Trophy Hunters production. 
Marketing. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. If you offer goods or services to the outdoorsman or woman, Kinder Outdoors is the perfect place to spread the word. At Kinder Outdoors, we reach tens of thousands of hunters, anglers, and outdoors folks each week that would appreciate hearing about you. For more information, visit KinderOutdoors.com and click the Advertise button. Then view our media kit and give Audra a call. Outdoor gear and skills are in high demand right now. Let us hear from you. You'll know Toby Meadows when you run into him on the lot there at Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine because on his name tag is a big green bass. <laughs> He's earned the right to wear that big fish around. He's caught three over ten pounds. Yes, sir. Three times. Uh, twice on Lake Fork and once on Lake Conroe. This lifelong passion for Toby started in the cab of that old Chevy truck, headed for the fishing hole a long time ago. I had an uncle. Uncle Jim got me started. And it was just a little cork popper with little black and yellow feathers. Looked like a bumblebee. And that started it all. Three ten-pounders and 19 years with the classic grapevine family. And Toby is still going down the road in that Chevy truck. These days, though, it's a little newer, a little less bumpy, and a whole lot more powerful. Yes, it is. I like it, too, especially that diesel. Got that half-ton diesel. It's good. Nice truck. Lifelong memories await your bunch in the cab of the truck. Get started at ClassicChevrolet.com. I want to urge you to plan what will be the trip of a lifetime to Argentina. Hunt doves or ducks with my friends at Cordoba Doves. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative, and he's right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Call him at 817-797-9020. Like me, you can plan your next trip of a lifetime with Lane Balky and Cordoba Doves. We pick you up at the airport, and you're in our care custody control. All meals, all drinks, all eats are included in the package. Lane is a hunter himself, and when he describes that first morning that you'll witness in the field, it raises the hairs on the back of your neck. The first morning, the fly-off of the roost in the morning is spectacular. Birds, almost as far as you can see, and they fly like that all day until sunset. Come on, let's go to Argentina. It's closer than you think. Visit CordobaDoves.com or give Lane a call, 817-797-9020. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Outdoorsmen and women, hunters, shooters, and fishers are the reason that wild creatures roam bountifully in wild places. This is where we come together to talk about it. Kinder Outdoors. Love for you to join us in the camp house, too, at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. And, hey, you can catch a podcast anywhere, anytime, on the bow of the boat, at the deer blind this fall, wherever, whenever. Uh, wherever you get your downloads, your podcast, we're there. Just tell them you want Kinder Outdoors, and you'll get a free weekly download. Let's rejoin our conversation now with CEO Bruce Aiken with Bassmaster. It's a preview of the 2022 Bassmaster Elite Series, and once again, they're going to kick it all off down in Florida. That's right, and we're going to have two of them this time. Uh, we decided if one's if one's great, then uh, you know, two's even greater. So, yeah, we'll start at St. John's, which we've done uh, for the past several years. That's become kind of the uh, traditional kickoff to the season uh, in February, and then we'll hit the Harris uh, chain of lakes 
before we go north to the south, <laughs> to South Carolina for the Classic uh, in March. Uh, and then, you know, certainly uh, that's a couple of big bass factories in February. And then, uh, um, you know, we'll hit the, hit the Classic. And then we're going to be at Santee Cooper in Chickamauga. Uh, in the spring when, you know, the, the catches are a lot better, you know, we had to move them to the fall, uh, in 2020 and during that year. But, you know, those would be, uh, one of the anglers told me the other day at ICAST that we'll need wheelbarrows to bring in the catches from those two. <laughs> well, you'll certainly need a wheelbarrow in May, uh, when you visit Lake Fork, cause there's still going to be fish, a lot of fish on bed. Sure. It's going to be a big deal. Yeah, and of course that's become a, a regular stop as well because it's hard to be, hard to beat that fishery. And those, those first five elites are going to be uh, you know over the top. A uh, June two through five test to be announced. No, we've got that one. Will be uh, we, we just uh, have it, uh, eyes uh, to dot and teeth cross on that one, and, and we've got a place we just uh, uh, can't. Uh, uh, aren't quite ready to announce it yet, but should be in, in the next couple of weeks. I think we'll be ready to announce that one. Very good. We'll we'll wait and see what that is. And then uh, the northern swing kicks off uh, mid-July, back to the St. Lawrence River and the king of those giant uh, smallmouth. Yeah, uh, that'd be fun. And, and and Canadian waters might even be open next next year. So have have some more to look forward to. Uh, we'll go out of Clayton uh, again next year. Uh, you know, went to Waddington this year. We went out of Clayton last year when we had to have have a change in venues uh, with that. But uh, Clayton, uh, we have an open up there uh, next month, I think. Uh, and then we'll uh, go back there for the elite uh, tournament next year. Again, this is another one of those bodies of water that the, you know, that the anglers and the fans never get tired of. Uh, no. It's a pretty vast uh, body of water, too. And, uh uh, you know, great smallmouth uh, tournaments and good for television too. You bet, absolutely. And and speaking of giant smallmouth, I I have I am so excited that Lake Oahe, South Dakota, is back on the elite schedule. I have fished that lake and thought I had a really good smallmouth secret, Bruce, for about ten years. Uh, and yeah, then in yeah. 2018, the elite showed up and and kind of showed that story to the world. Uh, and we're going to go back there again mid-August, uh, this time uh, launching out of Mobridge, South Dakota. Uh-huh. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs of the change in menu, but I think Mobridge reached out to us. It was in Pierre, uh last time, and, uh, and Mobridge is uh, a little, little bit north of there. Uh, but we'll, uh, you know, uh, the same lake, uh, although it's a, it's a big lake too. Uh, you, you, of course, are more familiar with it than I am. I did go in 2018 when we were out there. Uh, what I remember about it, we had some real high winds, uh, you know, there. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, and then that was, you know, uh, some caught them and some didn't, you know, of course, the ones that, that caught them, you know, wanted to go back. The ones that didn't uh, catch them, you know, uh, of course, were said what a bad place it was. But we'd heard the same, that it was a great smallmouth fishery, uh, best-kept secret. Uh, and then, uh, so, um, you know, we're going to give that one another try and, and, and think it's going to be another great event. Yeah, and uh, Troy Deedee, who uh, I met at the Classic back in 2015, 
uh, recently caught a 7-4 out of uh, yeah. Owyhee, yeah. and that is the uh, the new state record. So that'll testify right. to quality of fish in there. Yeah, I think he's one of our Bass Nation members uh, uh, in, in South Dakota. Uh, yep. So think about this, Bruce. Think about scheduling a Wahi again next year, but do it in November, and we'll have a casting blast and go shoot some pheasants too. Okay. Okay. All right. That, that sounds <laughs> like a deal. We're going to wrap up the uh, 22 season in La Crosse, Wisconsin, on the Mississippi River. That's another time-tested favorite and, and producer. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we haven't been to La Crosse in a few years and, and it's a, one of the best venues that, that we go to, you know, is right there on the water, uh, Mississippi River and you know, you can can uh, fish various pools there and uh, I think a little bit over into Minnesota and sometimes that can get you in trouble. But uh but it's uh but you know, it's wide open up there and uh the anglers are excited about going there, and a lot of our sponsors as well. Uh, you know, a lot of them are based in the Midwest. We didn't go to the Midwest this year. Uh, so, you know, it's great to be back out there with a couple of tournaments. And uh, Although I'm not sure if South Dakota is in the Midwest or West. But uh, but anyway, it's uh, <laughs> it's good to be back up there. And I know, uh, you know, we, we've always had great tournaments uh, out of lacrosse. You bet, absolutely, and will again. Uh, Bruce, before we go, I know that uh, that Bassmaster on Fox on Saturday and Sunday mornings has been huge. The Elite Series there, I've thoroughly enjoyed that this year. Hope we see that again. Um, uh, the what what you guys have done through COVID and and post COVID uh, has been just fabulous. And it doesn't happen just magically. You have to have some really good partners and sponsors. Who are some folks you'd like to say thanks to? Well, just, you know, all of our premier sponsors, uh, from Toyota down to, you know, the Yamahas and, and, and Skeeters and Mercury and, and, uh, Bass Pro Shops, the, uh, the White River Marine Group there with Nitro and, 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 uh, Ranger, uh, Johnson Outdoors, a great partner, uh, with, with Minkota. And, uh, you know, now they've got the new, uh, Raptor. Uh, as well as Hummingbird, and then we've got, uh, you know, Garmin's, a big sponsor of ours, as well as PowerPole, uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to miss one or, or two along the way there, but uh, all of our sponsors are very, you know, important to us. Uh, Marathon came on this year, uh, Guaranteed Rate came on this year, and have been, you know, instrumental, particularly, you know, Marathon, you know, sponsoring the studio uh, of course, you know, they've benefited greatly from that because it's been outstanding. And uh, with Fox, we've got three more years uh, now. Uh, we're going to do the three last opens uh, on Saturday, the final day. We're going to go live on Fox as well as the classic bracket for the college. Uh, and we're also in November, speaking of November, doing a, a Redfish Cup uh, down in uh, te- South Texas. Uh, that will be televised uh, on Fox as well. So that's going very well. They they can't get enough, you know, want more and more, you know, content, more things to do together uh, in addition to the 60 hours that we do, the Elites and, and the Classic. So That's all good news. Well. Yeah, that's good. That's really good news. And, uh, Bruce, hey, congratulations on a tremendous year. Uh, enjoy maybe a week or two downtime, and then let's get back to work, and I'll see you in 22. Okay. All right. Uh, Anytime. I always enjoy talking with you, Billy. 
Bruce Aiken is the CEO at Bass, and we are greatly appreciative of the time and your time. Thank you for hanging out with us today. I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, too, for this time we have together and invite you back next time around. Until then, keep cool, and may God bless you and your bunch. (laughs) 